We should do some claps, because Fio likes the claps. Yes, I've um, I've noticed it's a it's a thing here. Okay, so yeah. I'm trying many... to convince him to to do an episode where he doesn't put them in the actual episode. <laughs> so how many claps? Um, uh, I will count down from three, three, two, one, and then like at the same pace. Let's do three claps, like three, two, one, clap, clap, clap. Okay. I'm waiting. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Hey, Tim. Hi, Tim. <laughs> Welcome to Two Tim's Talking, I suppose. Thank you. It's um, it's very comfortable, I must say. It's uh, we're very professional here. I'm, I have to admit, I'm pretty excited about this episode because it'll be the first, weirdly, it'll be the first episode I'm in that I don't have someone from season one as my co-host. Ooh, so it can either go incredibly well or incredibly bad. Well, I suppose, but also it's exciting because I can I can ask some questions that are like... What I f- feel like makes a classic Two Tim's Talking episode, okay. um, but I just was—I didn't even want to get into it in the previous, uh, the previous two episodes that I was in, because I knew it would be mostly repeat for the other person mm-hmm. and for the listener if they were listening to all the episodes. So it would just in the show notes in the pins, you should be able to see some questions. Ah, yes. There they are. So. So, I guess let's get into it. Although, do you want to maybe introduce yourself first? Oh, yeah, uh, of course. Uh, hello, my name is Voyavod, or Alex, depending on how, which one you prefer to call me. I'm 18, I'm from Romania. Uh, my my hobbies include lo- long walks on the beach and black coffee. Hmm, black coffee. The correct way to drink coffee. <sighs> I know that that's true, but if I go out and want some coffee, I'll go to Starbucks and have some incredibly trashy, you know, caramel thing. But if I'm at home, I I like to have it black. I never know how to do coffee shops or Starbucks. Like I like I walk up to the front of the line and then it's just co- coffee. <laughs> La- latte? Is that a thing? And then I just leave and I was I cry. Exactly like that. But then my best friend became a barista and he taught me everything I know. And I have a friend who works in a coffee shop. I should just get them to teach me things. No, don't. Because then you'll be jaded and, and sad because you'll realize, oh wait, Starbucks is basically the McDonald's of coffee and they and they don't make anything good. Well I knew I knew that already. But then when I go to, like, my local coffee shop, at least I would know... Or if I'm forced into going to a Starbucks, then I would at least know what I'm capable of ordering. I don't... I don't know. I wish they had, like, better menus that explained things. But they just... Coffee shops kind of expect you to know what you want. I mean, honestly, as long as you don't get an Americano, you're fine. Um, I don't know if I should be offended by this. For those that don't know, the Americano is a is a coffee which ha- the recipe is one shot of espresso, 
and five shots of water. That is literally it. It's just watered down espresso. Yeah, that that doesn't sound. <laughs> it shouldn't exist, but it's just because Americans like very large drinks. Oh, is that why? They couldn't. They couldn't comprehend the espresso. So like, just make it bigger. Just add yeah, because that's probably what it is. Is they feel like they're not getting their money's worth <laughs> if you just give them the espresso. But they actually are because you're paying for the caffeine, and espresso has a lot of it. Right, but it's like, oh, you paid all that money for this tiny little shot, and yeah. <laughs> Should you get one of the questions? You're right. Right, you're a Tim, obviously, unless you've like smuggled yourself onto this podcast. <laughs> Stowaway. So, were you following Gray or Brady before you started listening? Yes, I am. If this were the army, I would be either a sergeant or a lieutenant. I I started watching CGB Gray. Oh gosh, when I, about 2015, 2016, right around the uh, the first series of voting videos is when I subbed to him. And Brady, I used to watch Number File from even longer. And I, yeah, I've right. listened to the podcast since episode one. Oh wow! Not that many of us left around. I uh, <laughs> I used to listen to it every day while biking to school because it was, it was quite a long ride. Yeah, so I guess that sort of leads into question two, which was how did you first discover? When I first discovered the um, the announcement video that he made on the YouTube channel, and it it was the first podcast I ever listened to. I did, I had no idea I I, I would be addicted to them later in life. Started off with HI, then um, then Cortex happened, and then I discovered, you know, Mike's whole network and um, the Pen Addict. I've I've listened to hundreds of those, and I still haven't got around to listening to to that. You need to be a super nerd to enjoy the Pen Addict. Uh, as yeah. in, I know I'm a nerd, and even it gets a bit too much for me to even sometimes. I'm pretty nerdy, but I don't know that I care enough about pens. I'm still gonna give it a shot at some point because. That's um, that's the thing with like podcasts. If if you like the topic, you can enjoy a podcast. But also, if you like the people, mm-hmm. then you can enjoy a podcast, even if they don't talk about anything in particular, or if they talk about something you don't care about. I suppose so. So I've I've listened to enough Cortex to where it's like, and and some other shows on Relay where it's like, oh, I I'm invested in Mike as a person, so. I might actually enjoy hearing him talk about pens, even though I have no interest in pens. See, I I have an advantage to towards you because I um I I've been doing calligraphy on and off for about two years now. Mm. So yeah, see, you would be more of the target market there. So when I discovered there's a there's a podcast about pens, I was I was in thrill. I was oh my god, you know these these are my people. Yeah, that's cool. I, before we get too far, I was following Gray and Brady on YouTube, Brady number file, before I started listening to HI, but I did not start, I didn't, I didn't watch every video, like it sounds like maybe you did, so I didn't start with episode one because I didn't really see the announcement video. Okay. Which is weird though, because I did listen to some podcasts before HI, like it wasn't my first podcast. Mm-hmm. Um... But for some reason, past me was just uninterested. Um, I guess I didn't really get into podcasts in the same way until I started listening to HI. But I did listen to a bit of Welcome to Night Vale and also the Rooster Teeth podcast. Oh yeah, I'm familiar with them. Podcasts 
on YouTube are a completely different beast. I, I cannot listen to podcasts on YouTube because YouTube doesn't have background play and that kills me. Right. They made it, they used to, and then they, they took it away when they made it a, you're talking about on the phone? Yeah. You can't play in the background? Yeah. Yeah. They took it away when they made it a, um, a YouTube red feature, which they're now, it's now called YouTube premium. That's very frustrating. It's like, I get when you add features to your premium service, but taking them away is is kind of rude. Because no one seems to remember either that or, or I was just some freak one-person experiment from YouTube. In the summer of 2016, YouTube UK had this thing called the Music Key, which was basically YouTube Red when it first launched in America. But you got three free months, and it it had background play, which back then wasn't a thing for YouTube Red in America. And it was the greatest thing ever, and then they just removed it before the free trial even expired. And I would have honestly paid for that, because YouTube Premium nowadays doesn't... It's not that it doesn't have the thing I want them to, it's just I don't want to support the, the shows that they make, because of the, mm. the people on the shows. Cough, cough, the Paul brothers. That's interesting. Yeah. If if any Tims know what I'm talking about, please tell me I'm not insane and that you do remember the music key feature. I'm not in the UK and I, I I've never heard of that, but yeah, if anyone listening, please um please find a way to contact Void <laughs> v- v- Void Vavad. I just call you Void. It's easier. For everyone me. does. Everyone does. No one can no English speakers can pronounce my name. My online name, I, I think I could if I really wanted to, but something about Discord, I just abbreviate everyone's name to, like, one syllable. I say that. I say, you know, this uh, in, in a smug voice, but also I made it hard on the English speakers because my name is a Romanian word from the 1700s that means emperor. You're the emperor of Romania? I've been on the podcast with the emperor of Romania this whole time and I didn't know. Well, I like to think I am. Legally, I'm not. Yeah. But yes, uh, it's it's pronounced, if you want to be accurate, it's pronounced Voivod. And uh, yeah, it's just a little ego stroke, I suppose. Yeah, Vo- Voivod. <laughs> Vo- Voivod. Voivod. Okay, uh, how to explain this? Latin flat vowels. Voyevod. Voyevod. That's almost close. That's almost close. That's as good as I'm going to get. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I have an interesting story about how I... The first, I don't want to say discovered HI, but how I first started listening to it. Because I was sort of dimly aware that it existed because I was still watching Gray's YouTube channel and I, I would occasionally see things, ads for it or where he uploaded videos for it or something. For, for some reason, I just was like, oh, I'm not interested in that because I don't listen to podcasts. But I did listen to podcasts like I listened to the Rooster Teeth one. But I think that's that's slightly different because there's a there's a video component to that. So maybe that's what was t- telling me in my brain that I, I didn't want that. But but anyway, in May of 2016, Gray was looking for an animator that would that he would hire to animate his videos. Oh yes, I remember of. that. Right. It, he he uploaded this video on his second channel. Yeah, the the audio only, and it, it was this yeah, uh, this red it's purple just thing. audio, and he was like, "Hey, if you animate this in my style, 
and send it in to me, I will review it and like, you know, if it's good enough, I will consider hiring you to, to do to do like normal CGP Grey videos um, to save him some, some time and effort. I am curious how many animators does he have at the moment because I, I don't know why, but I think it's more than one. Yeah, I feel like he might have said like th three potential ones at some point, but I'm not sure. It's probably one per video, but it's like, you know, if someone was busy, it's good to have a backup. One is none. I suppose that is true, of course. Gray is such a mysterious <laughs> man that this is why I like the podcast. I'm really similar to Brady, so Gray is basically my opposite. I I find that I'm similar to to both of them in different ways. What do you mean by that? It just, it really depends. I, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I'm 100% a gray, and, and there's like, occasionally you find a person who's like, I, I know I'm more of a Brady. But uh, I think personally, like, sometimes gray will be very logical in his approach towards things, and I can, I can relate to that. I can do that from time to time. But there's also other times where gray is like almost like just being a stubborn robot i know what you mean and brady and brady's more of like a human that cares about feelings a stubborn robot that lacks empathy <laughs> yeah and i um i've met some people that are more like that and like don't seem like they're very in touch with their feelings and that and that interacting with those kinds of people makes me feel a lot more like a brady mm. For most of my life, I was a gray, but in the last two years, I've had a a Brady glow up. If that makes sense. Yeah. Do you know your your inner Brady has awoken? Yeah. Do you know what a glow up is? No. I um, <clears throat> my girlfriend explained to me how this works. So in life, you grow up, right? But then once right. your puberty hits, you have a glow up. That means you are no longer ugly and hideous and a preteen, pre you know, you become a real human when you have your glow-up. <laughs> and glow-ups are not age-dependent. You can have one at 40 if, you know, if suddenly you become prettier. Is, was this a... a... um... It's not a humble brag, but it's like... almost a... a, a backwards way of, like, complimenting yourself? Is that what that was? <laughs> It's not really a compliment saying, you know, I've, I've become a Brady. For some, it might even be an insult. It's just <laughs> just the concept of, of a glow up and all this slang that you think, you know, you think you're hip with the kids, but then someone gives you the, the glow up and you're like, what world is this? You know, is this still humanity? Uh, am I going to like your recent now? Is this where we're going? <laughs> yes. We're all going to be liking recents. Um, Speaking of which, Scar, have you just, liked my recent? I've not. Do you have a recent? Oh my god, how... why didn't you have my recent? I don't think I follow you on the social medias. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I feel like I've offended you. <laughs> um, I'm just goofy. I'm just goofing, yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, I've been thoroughly goofed. <laughs> back back on track, I guess. 
So, so Gray uploaded this, this video and he was like, I'm looking for animators. And at the time I was thinking like his, I animate things from time to time and his style is really like, would be more in my comfort zone because I don't have very much artistic talent. Um, exactly. Because his animation isn't really animated. <laughs> yeah. It's not super animated and it's also not, not like w well drawn. Like they're good, yeah, they're good stick figures, but they're still stick figures, and that I think I could handle. Yeah. And so I found out that, like, he says, I think in the video description, like, oh, for more information on this, you might want to listen to um, Cortex 28 or 29 or something. So I was like, oh, I guess I will listen to that for this purpose like i wasn't thinking like oh i'm gonna check out this new podcast because i i didn't really listen to podcasts in that way at the time okay but i went and checked it out for to get as much information on this as possible because i wanted more of an idea of what he was looking for and then unfortunately right with that timing the hard drive inside of my computer died like just like unable to be saved just dead hard drive oh no in in a laptop <laughs> So I know there's like people who are saying like backblaze slash HI, uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't so much about the, um, the data on it. It was just that if you're going to animate something, you need a computer. And if you, exactly. if you need a computer, it needs a hard drive. Like, <laughs> so that, that timing was, was just the worst. So I didn't even bother making a submission. So Maybe in a in a parallel world somewhere, I'm the one of the animators that the that lead, Gray's hired. The lead animator. But yeah, the lead animator for CGB Gray. But the no. the arbiter of stick figures. Yeah. <laughs> but then you know, sort of getting over that, I was like, well, that that uh, podcast where he was talking about it with that guy was actually kind of interesting. Um, and I was like, I wonder if there's a new one that's come out. Uh, since then and maybe there's an update maybe he's he's found someone um and so i can stop feeling feeling bad that like oh I, I should be trying to find a way to animate this so i can submit it and then i guess i didn't realize there were two shows or something because i i ended up finding hello internet by mistake <laughs> and listening and i listened to like i think a whole episode or most of an episode i believe it was the the quiz the quiz show, because that seems like the one that came out around that time. Oh yeah, I remember that one. So you yeah. listen to most of an episode without and realizing like, that Mike... This other guy sounds different. <laughs> <laughs> it, and then I, at some point, I came to the realization that the first time I had listened to Cortex and then the second time I was listening to Hello Internet. <laughs> but I'd only, I'd only heard like one episode with Mike and then... And then I started like binging recent episodes with Brady and I was like, I guess he just sounded really different in that first one. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's... Yeah, I, it all made sense later when I started listening to Cortex and Hello Internet from the beginning. But whew, that's an interesting... It, it really an interesting is. origin story, I thought. <laughs> I do have one question based, based on your story. So... Mm -hmm. We're both fans of, you know, Grey of CGB Grey and Mike of Relay and all that stuff. But when did you start right. 
uh, watching Vogue of Verstablium? Um, or do you do you watch his videos? Maybe 2020. When did I start? Um, no, I I not a I don't follow Duke of the Vatican. <laughs> I think I've seen. <laughs> I've not heard that one yet. <laughs> I think that was a Bradyism. I don't know. I feel like that was. It's usually dark. It's usually people say dark. I just figured I'd mix it up. Duke of the Vatican. Um, the Duke of the Vatican. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I've seen an ep or a video or two of his, but I I don't think I'm subscribed. Okay. Not for any particular reason, really. I don't like dislike him or anything. I just mm -hmm. I don't um I don't know much about him or his content. I feel similarly to um. There's a YouTube creator called um, Tom Scott. Oh yeah, I watch his videos. Yeah, a lot of people on the Hello Internet Discord seem to know who that is and watch all of his videos. And I was I was just really confused for a while. I thought I thought um, I heard someone say Tom Scott in a voice chat, and I thought they said Tom Ska, and I was like, oh yeah, that guy. He like makes it. It, like Astiff movies and stuff. And I was like, nope, that's not who they're talking about. I'm confused now. I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of both Toms, more so the latter. I um I have his book, the the Art is Dead book. Oh yeah. And have had it signed by him as well. Nice. Can I rant about that for a moment? Oh, did you wait? Did you have it signed in person? Because you're yeah. in the UK now. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So I I live in Manchester. <clears throat> and one of the the book locations where he was gonna sign them was was the city of Manchester, and that's a, that was very good news for me. I was I was happy, you know, I was gonna see Tomska, yay! What good news! And the signing was oh I don't know maybe two p.m. I think it was you know a normal time at one of the the bookstores in in town. And I show up two hours in advance because I wanted to be the first in queue. Right. Problem is, I show up. There is no queue. There's there's a pile of of his books, but that's it. There's there's no actual you know line or, or a staff to watch the queue so i just i just lollygag around in the shop for for an hour and then this other girl comes and she queues up and i go oh my god she just queued up before me i'm not the first anymore and i wasn't i was the second in queue even though she she came in i think 10 minutes before the actual event and i came in two hours before her <sighs> yeah I guess that the question is, how do you queue when there is no queue? I like, I didn't know what what to say. I didn't know where to wait. I just kind of looked at the books from from afar. Yeah. And then this girl. Because if it's because it's not a queue until there's two people. Exactly. And <laughs> it's one person. It's like you're just standing around. If it's if it's two people, it's like oh, I'm in line. Now. And back then, I wasn't hard as nails as I am now, so I didn't have the confidence to just, to just sit by myself. Oh, you didn't you didn't have your your Brady glow no. up. No. You got to have that that confidence of a Australian journalism. Journalism? A journalist is the word I was exactly. looking for. Exactly. And she clearly was hard as nails before me. So that's why I know she she just queued up by herself. Yep. Second is is good though. That's fine. Yeah, it's still good and I I told him I I was a bit tilted by that. I told him Hey, so you know the girl that, that was first? I waited an hour longer than she did. <laughs> she like, she cut me in line. <laughs>
I feel like he can relate to that. He's um, socially awkward enough to where I could see something like that happening. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I um, I get a lot of people asking me if my username Ska Hero is is based off of Tom Ska. It's not. I just um, I would use the name Hero for a lot of things, like even when I was like like five or something, and I, I was playing a, a video game, and you needed a, a name for your for your person. Ooh. I would just use the word hero. And why does the ska part come in? Well, I also listen to ska music, and I really like ska music. Um, and I realized that a lot of people don't know what ska is. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your favorite ska album, then? Um... I like Streetlight Manifesto a lot, um, <laughs> but it's, I don't, I don't know, I don't want to get into a whole conversation about ska, because then there's there's also multiple multiple waves, I feel like it's hard to compare second wave and third wave bands, because they're very different. That is, that is fair enough. But, but uh, yeah, so I realized, like, a lot of people just didn't know what that was. Because people would ask me, like, oh, what kind of music do you like? And I was like, oh, I like ska music. And then I would have to try and explain a genre. How do you explain ska to people? I still don't know how, how, how to do it. It's like it's kind of like rock with horns. Um, <laughs> when, when I say that, people think Norwegian folk metal. And mm. while I do like that, it's... <laughs> so that was trying, was trying to get across. You can, you can also say... Um, you can also bring the history into it. You could say it has uh, Jamaican roots, so it's so like reggae is sort of an offshoot of first wave ska. So just sort of imagine that in your head; <laughs> those three things sort of merged. I don't know. It's it's usually easiest just to like send examples, <laughs> but but so with the internet and like usernames, obviously hero is taken on most things. <laughs> Being that it's just like a single word, I feel like most just single words that are spelled correctly are going to be taken. But usually, a good way of getting around that is just take two words and combine them. And it's like, well, since there's a music genre that most people don't know exists, or seemingly most people don't know exists that I've talked to anyway, it's um, just tack that on the front, and huh. it helps. It it's also nice though because I feel <laughs> like I'm spreading it. I've I, I'm like an evangelist of ska now because I've had so many people like see my username and then try and like like ask what it means or what it is mm-hmm. or like oh is that your name are you like I don't know I <clears throat> I was doing some research in the background and hero.com is available for purchase is it how much are they asking I don't know look at the website it's it's a blank page it just says Contact Mark Daniel. <laughs> oh, Mark Daniel. You think he... I've got... I'm surprised GoPro hasn't bought that. You think Mr. Daniel bought the website in some, like, 85 and he's been holding on ever since and the price just keeps going up and up? Mark at Domain Holdings. <laughs> wow. Wow, Mark. I just... I guess that's, that's his business, I suppose, is hoarding good domain names. <laughs> I love the gold rush of the website you know, boom in the 90s. It's it's so crazy listening back to the stories. Yeah. I was yeah. watching a TED talk 
<laughs> I forgot by by who. I'll find a video later for the for the show notes. But he says he wanted to make a website, and back then there were only two registered domains, IBM.com and Apple.com, I think. And he could have mm. he could have had anything. He could have had anything he wanted. And you know what he chose, Ska? Mm. He chose flowers.com. Flowers? Yeah, and that's the one website website he got for ten dollars in like the mid eighties. Probably sold it off to one of those like flower mailing companies. Yeah, probably sold it off for you know two hundred bucks next year. And he was like, oh, that that was a good investment. And that's it. And and then he stopped buying Before. websites. And I can only imagine that the dread he feels every single day. He could have literally bought uh, FBI.com, <laughs> and then he would have had yeah. to, you know, sell it to the FBI for God knows how much. Yeah, and that's that's crazy. There's also those like single character websites. Um, that's a thing, right? Because like X.com used to be, it was like the early version of PayPal, I think. What? Wasn't that? Um, it was just X.com. But there's also, there's like any, any letter. Is G.com, is that owned by Google at this point? I don't know. Risky, risky enter here. G.com. Having trouble finding that site. Uh, They're unavailable. X.com does load though, and it's just a single X letter in the top left. Right. Which is slightly scary. I think I think those domains probably are owned by um by like big companies at this point or at least some of them but maybe they don't they're not like interested in using them maybe Google does own g.com but it it just didn't want to make that a redirect to Google it it just would rather have it be like nothing <laughs> maybe I don't know but yeah x.com definitely used to be PayPal I, I think I'm just googling one-letter domain names now because I'm so mm. curious if one of them works or not. Okay, X.com was an online bank founded by Elon Musk in November 1999 that later merged with PayPal. Yeah, I I think I found something. If if you dare Google 10.com, it's a Chinese website. What is it? I don't know. It it's a page in Chinese. Oh wait, there's a, there's an English button. The website is unavail is unable to access for the moment. Okay. What? <laughs> okay, so it it seems like ten dot com the website is owned by the Chinese government or by the China's Ministry of Industry and Technology. Am I on a watch list right now? Probably. That's always fun. <laughs> oh no, we we forgot a. Th- the third question in the list. Hello? Um, sorry, I was reading about uh, Z.com that was owned by uh, Nissan, the car company. Why would they want Z.com? They don't even have a Z series. Yeah, I don't know. Are you much into cars? No, not really. It says it was sold for $6.7 million later. Wow. Being think. being a card guy is is a hard life. Being a nerd and a card guy, I bet is harder. Because no, being a nerd is easy. You can find nerds everywhere without even trying. But no, but I'm saying <clears throat> being a nerd and a car guy at the same time. Oh yeah, it's my life. My life is a is a 
soap opera at this point. Because you gotta find if you want a friend who who you can talk to about like both like nerdy things and cars, you have to find like a special cross section. I've yet to find one because actually my uh, my brother-in-law brother-in-law is that the right? My sister's husband is uh, would be perfect for that. He's my he's very very nerdy. Um, does a lot of computer science and then also fixes up cars. So. There you go. It exists. It's out there. <laughs> it's always nice to know I'm not alone. Yeah. <laughs> You're not the one, the one person. But getting back on track to the third question, what do you do while listening to the show? What do you oh, do, Scott? Not much. Like, I guess I'm, I'm so much not a car guy that I don't even drive. I, there's a bus system in the town I live in that is free, which is very nice. Um, Completely free. And, yep. Wow, that's that's something. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice. I mean, it's obviously it's paid through taxes or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's very it's rare. I think it's because it's a college town. Oh. They are more like interested in good public transportation. Yeah, in, in college town, they want to make sure you have as few excuses as possible for not showing up to class right that they make everything very livable and nice it's it's cool because it's it's not like it's not exclusive to students or anything just Mm -hmm. you know anybody who lives here can just get on a bus and go somewhere so so that's nice but that's how i get around and obviously it's less less convenient than just hopping in a car and driving straight to wherever you're going Mm -hmm. you know you you sit at the bus stop you get on the bus you you wait for it to get to the stop you want to get off at so that's good podcast listening time i used to i used to do a lot of mountain biking back in the day as in especially during the summer summer holiday i used to be on my bike gosh i think two three hours every single day and just do very dangerous stunts on 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 rocky hills and <clears throat> it was nice to have something mundane not not mundane but something chill to you know to offset all the the high octane action on the bicycle but then it got robbed what yeah and then i had the second one and that got robbed as well and now i don't do mountain biking anymore because i don't have a bike <laughs> Oh, your bike got stolen. Yeah, not the podcast. Oh, the word the word robbed there made made me think that you, like you were getting robbed, like you 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 weren't there. You just like chained it up and then you came back and it's gone. <laughs> I I thought you were saying that like someone showed up with a knife and was like, "Give me your bike and your wallet." <laughs> oh no, I I have been um robbed in a in a park a night before, but not of my bicycle oh. as well. Yeah, I've I've had many run-ins with with hooligans. You got mugged. Was this when you were living in um, in the UK? Yeah, it was. You, di- didn't you move? Who, who was I talking to that moved to the UK recently? Was that you? Oh no, I didn't move recently. I've been here for four years. Oh okay. But yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> it's such a fun story to, to tell back now that all the all the the trauma's gone. It was my first date. And I just left my then girlfriend uh, home, and I was like, okay, you know, now I have to walk home myself. That's fine, I can do that. It's a bit late, but mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, it wasn't okay. I I walked through a park because I knew a shortcut to get home faster. And uh, yeah, then two gentlemen showed up. They they showed me the knife, which, which was a weird fact, but okay. And I, and I was so surprised by that. I gave them my phone, wallet, and watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's probably best not to uh, 
not to like fight someone in that kind of situation. It's like obviously you're outnumbered and they're like probably kind of desperate and willing to to do crazy things. I don't know if they didn't um, have knives, I would have tried something. But I, I because of the adrenaline, purely adrenaline, I was, I was ready to you know run. <laughs> but yeah. but weapons really change the the strategy of battle, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. There's it always. It always depends on the in the specific moment. Like sometimes when you're thinking about like, oh, if somebody tried to mug me, I would like do a backflip and then I would kick him in the head. Yeah. Like, yeah. It gets never in the moment. It never works out that way. You're just like, oh, okay. This is a thing that's happening now. Um. Yeah. I. I don't know. I, I guess I've never been mugged. I have been in fights before, and it's always it always takes me off guard. It's like I'm just like oh you're like you're a person who's fighting me now I guess <laughs> I know what you mean you know you, you don't expect that it's still a thing in today's society you know fights and violence yeah even though you know oh the news is always that to, to scare you or whatever you know that but you never think it's gonna happen to you purely because of how many yeah. people there there are yeah I've yet to um... I've yet to be in a fight where I really felt like I needed to, um, like, inflict damage on someone. And hopefully I never will have to, because that doesn't sound like that would be fun for anyone involved. But my general strategy in in the fights that I've been in is, like, just keep taking hits until they stop. And I guess I have a tolerance for that. <laughs> I don't know. Do you... It's probably not a good survival strategy. But I, I'm fine, you know. I can take a few hits. Take hits. They get tired un- eventually. They get tired, <laughs> and then they're like, "Okay, I guess we're done." I believe that is the the Japanese strategy invented in in World War Two. If <laughs> if I'm allowed to make an off color joke, <laughs> oof. Yeah, it's okay if you cut it out. I I accept that. <laughs> I I I think I I was stretching it for quite a while now. So do you do you part- mm, I, I mean, files Korean. I don't think they like Japan very much. So. <laughs> You'll probably leave that one in. Do you partake in any physical activities to make sure you can, you know, enjoy a fight? Not really. Not like, not lately especially. I'm pretty lazy uh, in recent months. So you, uh, you're, not, about you? you're not part of the Finitron 5000 lifestyle? No, not a, not a huge part of the Finitron. But also Finitron, a, a lot of it was centered around um, weight loss, which... I, if anything, need to be gaining weight because I'm too scrawny. Um, so, yeah, not deep into the Fitatron lifestyle. But, okay. Um, uh, you are, I think, right? Do you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, totally. I've been trying to think. I've been working out for, I think, three years now and um, only joined a gym last year because I, I didn't have the confidence to <laughs> because I was still still young. I was 15 when I, when I started working out. Yeah. And just last week I started running and doing cardio for the first time in my my exercise career. Mm. I always knew the importance of it. Don't get me wrong. I always knew it's important, but I always despised it. And I cardio is like is the one thing I actually like, um, and that I I actually kind of know how to do. That's I guess that's my main problem is. Anytime that I've I've had access to a gym and been in, in a gym, I just, I feel awkward and I don't know how to use any of the equipment and I'm just like, okay, yeah. uh, I'm here and then I guess I'll run on a treadmill or something because that's simple. But I don't, 
yeah, um, I feel like I need a personal trainer or someone to like show me how to do everything if I was ever going to get serious about it. You know what got me over my gym anxiety? Because everyone has that in the beginning.、Hmm. Is、um, accepting the thing that everyone told me, everyone with experience told me, is if you're new and you're at the gym, no one cares about you. <laughs> and that's okay because you don't care about anyone else either. You're just there, you know, to do your work, getting it out. Maybe every now and then you'll have someone judging you, but you know, those are the, the douchebags and they exist in, in real life too, not just in the gym. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. That's a good way to think about it. Because it's like there's, there's never a point where someone judging you really、um, matters. Like it never really like, affects you, that kind of like social judgment. Anyway, exactly.、Uh, and if it does it, happen, which I, it's yet to happen to me, and I, and I do hope it does, because that would give me the ability to you know, kick that person out of the gym and also maybe get some compensation in the form of protein bars or something like that from the staff, because it's, it's explicitly against the rules to harass other, other people at, at the gym. <laughs> There's a reason it, it doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If, any, if anyone ever actually like, said something rather than just like, looking. Yeah. I, I know it's like all a mental thing, but it's still it's, it's, it's hard to, to overcome that. I know what you mean.、Uh, you just need to. But at, the, at the, the end of the day, I still, even if I wasn't、um, self conscious about it, I still wouldn't know what I was doing. So I don't know. Maybe I should look up a bunch of YouTube tutorials of how to, how, how to use equipment before going if I was going to go. Oh, that's why it's handy being a nerd. Because、yeah. most of the meatheads, you know, they just go in and lift the heavy weights and they think they, they're doing good. But us, us, the,、uh, the alpha nerds, <laughs> the, the hard as nails, posh as cushions, you know, actually do research and we know how not to break our spine. And that, that's、yes. always nice. Breaking your spine is bad. Exactly. <laughs> If there's one thing you should take away from this episode of TTT, it's. Don't break your spine. Bones are、Please. important. Yeah. You mentioned that you want to talk about the cowboy emoji. I. No, I, I, I asked you if you wanted to talk about the cowboy emoji. And、um, I do, but what do you mean by that? <laughs> well, okay. Mostly I said.、Um, here, let me find the. Okay, I will quote what I said here. I said, if you think of anything you want to discuss, put it here so we don't forget, particularly if it's an article or something that would require me to have more time. So that, you know, when you're building show notes, you want to have a list of topics you can move from one to the next. Yeah.、Um, and your reply was the cowboy emoji with no explanation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so. I think it's something you want to talk about. So, we should talk about it. Context. That, that doesn't mean I want to talk about it. It's just my way of saying okay is the cowboy emoji. <laughs> because I don't. Saying the, the, the letters okay, you know, it, it feels old fashioned nowadays, it feels boring. And、mm-hmm. the okay hand feels too immature. And I,、yeah. I've just grown a, a deep appreciation and love for the cowboy emoji. Because it's so wholesome and silly. It's, it's the perfect emoji, it's the perfect reaction. I used to、yeah. be very much against emoticons and emojis back in the day, but now I don't embrace them, but I accept them. I, 
I used to be more into emoticons, like particularly like the very simple ones. Mm-hmm. Like I, I never got super into the ones that use like like the Japanese text. All kinds of yeah, all kinds of like foreign characters. What is your favorite emoticon then? I I like the um the cat face a lot, where it's just a colon oh, and a three. My favorite is the colon and the small p. That's this is a good one. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Likewise. <laughs> I the the cat face is good because then you can also you can make it angry and you can um you can make it sort of like curious if you if you put a C after it. Is that um, what the C means? Is that what it means curious? It's like a paw. It's like a paw on the chin. Oh my god, I've never understood why they use the C, but now I get it. Yeah, that one that one's more of a stretch. It's like it took me a while to get get that as well. No, that's but... not a, that's pro strats. I I wouldn't yeah, have not thought of that. Once you once you see it, it's great. I mean, it's like your <laughs> your evil plot. <laughs> I don't think we can talk about the Mandalorians without the, addressing the the Weibo's favorite Uwu and Owo. Uwu, Owo. Do you partake in 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 Uwu's while texting your friends? Usually someone else will do it first and then we'll um, turn into just a, a spam of like back and forth. <laughs> okay. Like, like I'll say something and someone will say ooh, and then our our reply with like ooh but bolded or something, or like <laughs> our reply with an oh oh, and it just it, that that's usually when I use it. I don't. I'm not usually the one to think of it. Okay. But if it's there. <laughs> or like they're do a lowercase uwu and I'll just reply with it all caps uwu. Going back to the the gray and brady thing because I'm such a brady nowadays none of my my real life friends are nerds. So I I try to do to do uh memes on them and they just don't get it because they don't know what it means. Uh. they're like they you know they reply back what's what's an uwu Alex I don't understand what is this. And say I, it's a little face. No, I, I just give up at that point. I go, nothing, just forget it. It's just me being weird again. Mm. Because <laughs> I, I cannot say I'm, I'm proud of my weeaboo days. I feel like that doesn't even take being a huge nerd to, to understand, though. It's like, it's almost just being, like, tech literate. Do they use social media at all? Yes, but not in the same way we do. But? As in, they actually use it. <laughs> you know, they... They go. Would they get? Would they get basic memes? Yeah, they get basic memes, but that's where it stops. Okay. As in, I don't think some of them even have a computer, and I wish Ooh. I was joking about that. Yeah. Uh, it, being being a tech nerd is in in a human world is so weird. Yeah. And you know, I'm not even gonna get into the fact that I'm the family's tech support and extended oh, family yeah, as too. well. Me too. I I went and visited my um my family. I don't think it was last weekend, but it was maybe the weekend before that. And the entire time, like, no joke, I was spending, like, the entire trip fixing various <laughs> people's... So, some of it was my problem, because I had I had to reformat my hard drive, mm-hmm. my external hard drive, and I, like, I needed to transfer things off of it and, and wipe it and reformat and transfer back on. Okay. But it was, like... I, I think the entire weekend there was some transfer going on at some point and like I needed to like reinstall the operating system on my 
brother's laptop and like uh, try and fix my mom's iPad, which there wasn't really anything to fix. It just like it had an update and she was confused by it. (laughs) Like just everything, everything I end up solving for them. So can you remember your most infuriating tech support family problem? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. Because why do you think inf- about that? I can tell you mine. Most infuriating. Yeah, you go. My um, my grandpa calls me up one day out of the blue. I go, oh, hi, grandpa. How are you? He goes, oh, hey, grandson. So the Facebook is gone. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, grandpa, what do you mean the Facebook is gone? I don't... Uh, what? And turns out somehow he uninstalled the Facebook app on, on the tablet. And... Oh. And I had to get my old phone on the on the video chat and go to him, explain to him, you know, how the Play Store works and how to download the Facebook app. And, you know, God bless his heart, he just couldn't get it for the first half an hour. Yeah, yeah. That's, um... You know the feeling, you know, I love you, but also, good Jesus Christ, how can you not understand this? <laughs> yeah, well, usually what I will do then is pull, pull the thing up on my phone and make them follow step by step like tap this in the bottom left corner there's this button it should look like yes this. i tap know exactly what and you like, mean type in your password your password is this <laughs> oh do you also do you also know your your family's passwords do you also keep um, track of those <laughs> not not all of them but i my mom in particular will will always forget what her password is mm-hmm. and then I either have to guess it or I have to like log log into her email and do the uh, password recovery and then I can change it to something. I've somehow convinced my grandparents to write down any passwords on any accounts they make last year because until then we just had to guess them. Yeah. And you know, then I I visited Romania for Christmas. Okay, that's enough. This is not acceptable. Yeah, I got you this notebook. Please write down your passwords in it. It's going to sit here on this table. Exactly. That's not hard. You know how paper works. Yeah, and now I tell them, you know, I tell them, okay, get a notebook, tell me the passwords, and type them in, and it's going to fix itself. Uh, Yeah, that's smart. That's that's very smart. (laughs) Um, Probably my most frustrating is, is similar to that, where... So, like, a while back, I got... I taught my mom how to use uh, Pandora and got her into that for, like, music. Why Pandora? Um, well, it was it was a while ago when Pandora was, like, more of the front runner in that area. Like, I think it was before things like Spotify and Apple oh. Music and stuff existed. Okay, fair enough. Like, I started using Pandora before they ran ads on it. I remember when they started running ads on it, and I got up- upset. And <laughs> But I don't know if I got her into it that early, but I did... It was more of the front runner at the time, at least. Sorry to interrupt you, but <clears throat> how old are you? <laughs> uh, twenty-two. Okay, so there is a bit of a difference between our tech stories, because you know I'm, I'm only. Well, that's eight. probably why you're helping your your grandparents. How old are you? I thought you were like. I am eighteen. College. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm a, not, a small baby boy. That's not a huge age gap in in grand scheme of things. Uh, but yes, so. It it also probably doesn't help that I'm the youngest of four siblings, so my parents are like a good bit older. Okay. But but yeah, so I I, I got her into 
into Pandora, but they've changed recently because because of things like Spotify. They're trying to be more like that. Mm-hmm. So they've sort of changed how their system works, and it's a lot harder to use it in the old way that that you would want to use it. Which I never really understand when companies do that. It's like you your thing is this, some other company's thing is that that is being successful. So now you try and turn this into that. I know. It's like I know. You know. I, double down on your own thing and make it the best it can be, and. I- It's just then you will you look at you these... will get the people who want that service, but like trying to copy someone else's thing and making it a subpar version of it is not the you're you've then alienated the people who didn't want that. Exactly, you look at the board of directors or the executives and you go, you know, you think to yourself, how did you get this amount of wealth and power when you clearly know nothing? <laughs> yeah, like people who really like Fandora, they want just to make a station and the station to pick the music for them and stuff like if they wanted to pick specific songs or make playlists and things like that like they wouldn't be using pandora they don't they don't want a spotify imitation was that otherwise they would just go to spotify was that pandora's thing you, you had your own station right because the way the way pandora works or originally it was like you pick a song or an artist and it It says like, oh, this is a radio station based on that music artist, and then it it plays stuff that's similar to it, or it plays stuff from that artist. Okay. But it just it sort of picks it for you, and you can you have like so many skips, and you can thumbs up and thumbs down, so you sort of can tune it in on what you actually want. Mm-hmm. But it's not like it's not like it's more like a radio and, and less like a music app. And what music? Distro they use currently. Does what? What music app do you, do you currently use? I I use iTunes mostly. Like I actually have a big library of of like MP3s and stuff. So that's mostly what I use. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't have money to be spending on like um, <laughs> subscriptions for things. Although I do have a I say that, but I do have a Prime subscription, and I have at least looked at their music app because it. It comes with it, so I might as well check it out. But I've been tainted by Spotify Premium free trials. Yeah, I cannot go back to any other service. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I I haven't got into Spotify. I know that's like the big one that everyone's into, but I just I'm avoiding it. You you go to college, right? You have a student email. Yeah, that's half off Spotify Premium. Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how Amazon suckered me in. <laughs> But before we get too far away, I will say that the most frustrating tech support problem is that I can think of off the top of my head is you can still make stations on Pandora. It's just not they they change the user interface slightly, so you have to like do it slightly differently than you used to. Mm-hmm. So obviously, to to someone that you're trying to walk through step by step, it it just confuses everything. But the the frustrating part. It isn't so much the the new process. It's that a lot of times my mom will delete stations when she's done listening to them because she likes it to be clean and like empty. I、um, I don't know why they do this. The the adults deleting messages and phone calls and on that. Yeah.、Stuff. Okay. Yeah. Your your older family members do this as well.、Yeah. Where it's like you, they 
clear all their text messages so they don't have any record of it. And they don't understand why. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's so. That, the text message thing is fine. It's like, okay, now you don't. You have no history of this text conversation, but whatever. It still works when I, when I send a new message. It's not like they delete the contact and everything.、Mm-hmm. But the, the Pandora station is frustrating because it's like, you've deleted the station, which we spent like 30 minutes trying to make. <laughs> and then you call me up like the next week and you're like, I really want to listen to this station again, but it's gone. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk you through how to make it again. Don't delete it this time so it's there when you need it next time. I mean, does it get easier each time you, know, you go through the tutorial or is it the same thing every, every time? It's, it's, I don't think it improves. I think it's, it's not harder or the same every time. Like, it's, it's ups and downs, but that's tech support. And sometimes I think. Sometimes I'm in such like, a closed like, ecosystem that I think this, these kind of tech problems are, we're going to age out of because younger people all know how to use stuff and they all know how to do things.、Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's true to some extent in kind of like a general sense. But then I meet people that are like, like our general age. That don't know, like the first thing, like you were saying, some of your friends don't even own computers. And you know what's even more, more bad than that? Than my friends?、Mm. My eight year old cousin doesn't know how to type on a keyboard, as in he, you know, he, he just never used a, a computer. And gosh, when, when I was at that, I wasn't, a, I wasn't a whiz kid, but I knew how to surf my way around the interwebs, you know? He's eight? Yeah. Does he know how to use a touchscreen keyboard? Oh, of course he knows how to use a touchscreen keyboard, but yeah, not a physical one. Yeah. <laughs> and he uses his Siri voice search, and it will never not creep me out how okay people are okay with that. How okay people are with、mm-hmm. that. The virtual assistants, they, they terrify me, they creep me out. It's wrong. Especially in public. It, it's just annoying, it's, it's rude. To talk to your phone in public, I think at least. Right. Does that nag you when people do that? It depends. It, I, case by case situation. Because it's, if it's like a quick command and they're not like, it depends on how crowded it is. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me like it sounds like it bothers you, but it, I could see specific situations where it would be weird. Like if they're, if they're just going on and on. Talking to it in public. I like to think、um, I developed a very, be annoying, but... very good phone etiquette, especially in public. You know, I always have my, my earbuds hooked up, always have my, my phone on silent and all that stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. you hear people like, Okay, Google, what's the weather like today? And you know, the phone is on microphone and goes, Oh, today in blah blah blah, it's 60 degrees. Celsius, whatever. Yes, okay. That sort of thing is, is, is annoying. And then, and, and then he goes, then you know, the other guy goes, Okay, Siri, call Tom. And then they just speak on, they speak on the telephone on speakerphone in the bus. And it's、no. like, why? If you're, gonna, if you're gonna do a phone call, use your headphones. It's so much better. Like it, earbuds with, with the little microphone in the,、uh, 
in the wire. Exactly. You know, the thing everyone has. Perfect. <laughs> then you don't have to hold your, your arm up in the air the whole conversation. Sometimes. And you can actually hear them better because they're talking into your ears. Like, it's superior experience. The one that still bamboozles me is people talking on the phone with headphones. That's, so that's okay. And they speak to the microphone on the headphones, right? But then they hold their phone up to their face as if that <sighs> makes it better. That's just that's just them not understanding how headphones but... work. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. What's I not to get? Seen... The sound goes through the wire. That, that's. Huh. Oh, I guess while we're on this topic, I was wondering if see follow up is always weird in this show because I never know like because it's different. There's different Tims every every episode, mm-hmm. so I never know how how follow up should work, but. In previous episodes, I think episode four, and I think it got talked about in episode two as well, uh, we were just discussing Apple AirPods. Okay. Um, And someone was saying that, like, oh, they saw them all over the place, and they had them, and they were really nice. And I was saying, I've only seen, like, one or two in the wild. I don't see them very often. Um, Shortly after I said that, I then started seeing them everywhere. Like... (laughs) easily like a third of the people with headphones have that I've seen out in public have AirPods now, which is, which is crazy. And I just wanted to just wanted to have follow up and to mention that. But then in between the time when I, I suggested we have AirPod follow up and the time when we're actually recording this episode right now, Mm Mm-hmm. I've actually gotten some AirPods myself. Oh my god. Are you part and of the... They are... I will say they are very nice. I I have had them in my ears for a total of one and a half minutes because my uncle has a pair. And I don't know. I mean, I'm glad you like them, but do you not feel do you not feel a constant dread of losing them? Because um, I'm sure that's, f- that's what everyone babbles on about, you know, oh... They don't have a wire. They just. I think that's what that's what everyone thinks is going to be the issue, but I don't know. I I they f- fit in my ear pretty well. When did you get them? That's a good question. I guess I might maybe I've had them for less than a month. I think, but okay. I don't remember when. I. Uh, but I've been using they... the the X two as I posted a photo. That's just off Google Images. That those aren't. My pair specifically. Yeah, yeah, no. And if you're familiar with MKBHD, the tech YouTuber, he says these are the best on the planet right now. Best Bluetooth earbuds. Yeah, there's... Okay, there's there's a huge upside to this, which I will get to in a second. But um, these look... Yeah, these look pretty good. Um, and they have those little curved rubber things, which will They're called the claws. keep them in your ears. And I, I did see that there are companies which make those as sort of rubber cases that you can put over your AirPods. And really? I thought about getting some of those, but I, I haven't had a problem with them falling out yet, so I don't know that it's worth it. Do you have a link for that? Because I'm curious what, what it looks like. AirPod. One thing I do, I will give you though, is the the charging of the AirPods, the box is very nice. Yeah, it's so, it's super convenient. 
and it's way smaller than I than it looks on camera. Yeah, that was the first thing the I noticed reviews, picking them up. The guys, you know, hold the, the thing to the to their hand and go, and they say how convenient it is and all that stuff. But I'm like, no, it's so big. But then you hold it, and it's it's uh, you, you're thinking, wow, this is minuscule. Yeah, the uh, all the promotional stuff made it look much bigger than it actually is. It's like it very easily can just slip into your pocket. Okay, I see. <sighs> Would um, it have killed Apple to put a wire between them? I think that's part of the benefit is that it doesn't have the wire between them because that's what I was going to say would be the one drawback of yours is that um, I've used ones like that in the past and I always find the wire like awkward and like it it's like rubbing on my neck and stuff. And these are very nice because um, they don't have that. And actually like, like I think Gil on episode four mentioned listening to one ear at a time I, I, I thought that would sounded crazy because who wants audio only going into one of their ears? But actually, if you're if you're using AirPods and you're using them for a long period of time to the point where the battery starts to run down, mm-hmm. you can take one ear out, put it in the charging case, wait like a minute, and then take it back out, and it'll be like fully charged again. It's, I don't know if, I don't know the actual time it takes, but it, it charges very quickly. I, so I know what you, you can actually... You um, can keep listening forever. <laughs> yeah, you could keep listening forever by like, just take one ear out, charge it really quick, and then swap it for the other ear, and then you have them both back in, and they're, they're like, charged more. Uh, so I think putting a wire connecting between them would be a mistake, uh, because it, it takes away a lot of the thing that makes them nice to have Um, but um, one huge advantage that that i think yours has and that would be the the biggest if i had to say the biggest drawback of the airpods is they don't have the um the volume clicker can you tap the airpods for volume i know that that's one of the many so gestures they have so you you can tap like the back of the of the AirPod, and since you have two of them, you can set them to do two different things. By default, I think it wants to set both of them to activating Siri, but the, the your other options are like you can skip forward, skip backwards, pause, or oh, I don't know something else. But I know if you have both of them and you take one out, it automatically pauses. That's that's a nice feature. Oh yeah, that's another. That's the first time I used them. That was the thing I noticed the most was how good it is at determining whether or not it's in your ears. It, it felt kind of magical. I like I had to play with it for for a good like ten minutes of just. Huh, I've not thought of that. How because how do you think because it works? like yeah because you can have both of them and be like holding them as if they're in your ears and it's it's hard. It like it doesn't usually start playing, but then when you put them in your ears, it, it will start playing. <laughs> it messed with my head for a while. I think it's it's probably really simple. There's like a sensor in it that maybe but determines. But then but... you know what type? You know, is it is it magnets? Is it an accelerometer? Is is and it? It's like is there something? An invisible drone following you that monitors whether your earbuds are in or not. And then it sends a signal to the the AirPods. Now, how, how deep yeah, is like, this? It felt like maybe there was some kind of distant like meter between. Oh, if they're this within this range of distance, then they're probably in someone's head. But then, 
<laughs> but then I like gave one of them to my brother and we were both able to hear it. But if he took it out of his ear, it would pause or something like it. <laughs> it, 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 did, it does a good job um, of that. But, but the, um, yeah, the, the tapping on the side of them, I don't really like. For one, it's like, it's kind of difficult to actually get it to trigger. Oh. And I know there's, there's sort of like a hack they say of like tapping sort of on the back of your ear rather than tapping directly onto the the thing uh but it in any way that i do it it feels a little bit like i'm punching myself in the ear i think i know it that's to... one of the, the the pro strats of of airpod lifestyle tapping your ear rather than the device itself right is that annoying yeah, that that is the that is the pro strat but it, it always feels like i'm like punching myself in the ear to get it to come on and then it's like <laughs> and then siri comes on and i have to tell siri to adjust the volume for me wow because there's no other way of adjusting the volume like if only you know there was something like a remote that could be between the earbuds attached by oh i don't know some sort of of string like material i don't i don't think that's the solution but i think (laughs) maybe making them slightly bigger like slightly wider and having physical buttons on them rather than just like tapping things or or just some kind of some kind of improved gestures, one or the other. You know what I was going to suggest, but then I stopped? Hmm. I was going to suggest how about you include volume buttons and maybe a little UI on the charging case. But then I realized, oh wait, that's that's the phone. <laughs> you think of the phone to control the yeah. earbuds. Yeah, no, if you're going to have <laughs> buttons on the charging case, you might as well just have them on the, f- just pick up your phone and use the volume. Which is what I do a lot of the times, but um, but one of the nice things about uh, Bluetooth headphones is if you're at home and you get up to make some coffee or something and your phone is on your desk or, or you have them connected to your laptop and you, you want to adjust the volume slightly, then you can do that without having to walk back and How you know, adjust it. How good is your house's Bluetooth range? Well... It's my apartment's not very big, so it's fine. But that's another thing I was gonna say is I think the obviously I I didn't have whatever these Bluetooth headphones that you have are, but the ones that I messed with that were similar to this uh, did not have nearly as good of a Bluetooth range as the the AirPods do. Okay, um, but that was probably because I got I I had like a really cheap one because. My my Jaybird's range is amazing. It's probably over 10 meters, I think. I also think that's because of my phone. What phone do you have? I assume you have an iPhone if you have AirPods. Yes, uh, 7. Okay. I have a Galaxy Note 8, and it, I think it was, if not the first, one of the first three phones to have Bluetooth 5, instead of 4.2, which just gives it magic, godlike range on devices. Mm-hmm. But in my house, I cannot go to the kitchen without the signal dying. I don't know why. Is it, like, downstairs or something? Yeah, my my British houses, many of them have the the classical kitchen and living room downstairs, and then the bedrooms upstairs. So is it something about having to go through the floor? I think... I also think that I live in one big Faraday cage. That's also (laughs) just as a valid option. It's annoying. It's frustrating. Having to take my phone with me, you know, what is this? 
2013? God. Caveman days of 2013. What was... Ooh, that's... That's a story. What's your fir- what was your first um, cellular phone? Do you remember it? Oh, uh, well, technically I had a flip phone, uh, like burner phone for, for like a week <laughs> okay. when I went on like a trip or something. But I wouldn't really count that as my first phone that like I had for regular use. I think my first regular phone would be i think it was the iphone 4. oh you, you, you jumped straight into the the smartphones yeah well i didn't get one until i was like a junior in high school uh it's not like kids these days that have their smartphones when they're like three or whatever okay um i had my first phone at the age of six and a half but you don't know why that is so let me tell you the story why okay little alex was, was six and it was September, and it was the first day of school, right? As, sure. as it is for six-year-olds in September. And, uh, and my parents dropped me off at school, and then they go home to, you know, do whatever mom was cooking, dad was there. And, and then my, one of the, my family friends comes over and goes, Oh, hi, parents. Where's the kid? And then they look at one another and they go, Oh my god. We forgot the child at school. So, uh, so yeah, my parents forgot me. I was there for two hours more than I should have. Hopefully, like, a teacher or someone was there, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, do you have sh- uh, shops in, in your schools in America? Shops in school? Yeah, we had this little store in, in, in the middle we still do, where they have uh, uh, snacks. So like you know sodas and and uh, uh, oh like chips maybe in the cafeteria but not um, but it's not the cafeteria though because you have to pay for it with cash and it's it's like yeah stuff no like, we don't we don't typically have like convenience stores inside of the school yeah that's basically what it's it was a small convenience store and the lady there was was with me for the the two hours because <laughs> all the teachers went home <laughs> wow yeah in. <laughs> In America, I want to say the school would have like your parents' contact information. And, and the if poor you got lady, left there, she must then, have been then... in her early twenties, and it was you know first day of school, and there's this this crying six-year-old whose parents actually forgot him. <laughs> yeah, if that if that happened, I I'm pretty sure like if that happened at like any school I went to, I'm pretty sure like the you would go to the the office and like the principal or the or the teacher or someone would would call the well the number that well, they had on file that's the beauty of eastern europe i suppose and then and then the next morning they were like hey here's a phone here's how you call us good luck <laughs> yeah and my first telephone was ba, 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 the nokia 7260 oh nokia that uh that fake company that um, <laughs> is just a cover for illegal fish exports I'm... from the Soviet Union. What? Um, Please elaborate sorry, on the joke. I don't. There's a follow. whole there's a whole conspiracy theory that is like is a favorite of mine. It's about how Finland doesn't exist. Oh, I know that. And yeah. what do you mean? It's, it's a theory. What? Yeah, I mean no, it's real. Yeah, obviously. I just but I didn't know. I didn't wanna... Nokia was was a 
USSR cover-up story. Well, that's part of it. Is because um, because like they wanted they wanted more fish in Japan, basically. But they, mm-hmm. their laws, they couldn't. They're not allowed to like overfish. Yeah, I'm aware. So they uh, they struck a deal with the at the time USSR to where they they would do their fishing um, up where Finland supposedly exists, but it's actually just Russian cover-up. Exactly, um, it's, it's a part of and the then Baltic they, Sea. And then they ship the fish to Japan under... Under the Nokia name, and they put in telephones. Under the name Nokia, because... Let me, let me just look up Nokia Wikipedia. Because, see, Nokia Corporation is a Finnish multinational telecommunications... Yeah. So, supposedly, this company is, you know, in in Finland, um, but Finland's not real. It's it's um, in the same conspiracy. vein of things. Did you know that birds aren't real either? Birds aren't real. I've if seen you, a bird though. If you look at this website that I just posted, hmm. now the beetles aren't real. That's that one. I can I can get behind. No, birds are just, are not real, and uh, they're just government surveillance drones. Oh, so I think I've seen birds, but they're actually surveillance. Yeah, they they got really good in the in the last few years. At, wow, at faking. Well, them. that explains a lot because I feel like there's a lot of ideas which have been which I've said, and then they've gotten stolen. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the biggest questions that no and, one can answer, no scientist. How come the birds fly if they don't have little propellers and little engines, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one can answer that. But but it, it it makes sense because when I was when I was little, we actually had some some pet birds. But what that is is that's the government um, convincing you to put spy devices in your home. Oh no, I think that was just your parents, you know, putting a parental lock on the house. Hmm. I think that, that I don't think that was the government because I also had a parrot, a pet parrot, when I was little. Well, do you think um, they're going to start phasing out birds then? Because people are much are much more willing to have blatant st- spy devices in their homes these days. I don't know. Um, I think it's just, just an old time thing that, you know, they've always had birds. So phasing them out would, would be, you know, too much of a hassle. Well, I'm just saying it's expensive to produce them. I think just stop making birds and start putting, you know, home assistants in people's houses to listen to so I feel like that's a lot easier though I suppose you'd still need you need the outdoors surveillance that's primarily what birds are for so the government couldn't uh, couldn't envision Amazon's drone delivery service they spent all this time making their drones look like birds <laughs> they could have just had the drones right. in here <laughs> and yeah. forgo turns out we didn't need to disguise them exactly. at all people would just be okay with it <laughs> but yeah here here is um, Nokia's logo history. If you check that out, Nokia's, um, I didn't know there's a logo history. Well, oh just because you know companies companies change their logos over time, but if you look back in it's 18, a fish. Oh. 1865, their original logo. This is big. This is real big. Yep. I <laughs> I love this. <laughs> This is this is perfect. It all comes together. Caught them red-handed. Yeah. Um, in all se- in all seriousness, that that does look like a, a pretty nice uh, phone. As far as phones that are not 
Um, oh, I loved it when I was when I was little. The, yeah. the little spiral was was hot. Yeah, it, it like it's really well designed. I think. Do you miss phone looking. charms? Um, a bit. I never see. I never had them. Um, you never had I, phone. Oh yeah, because yeah, because iPhone four. Yeah, because I didn't get one until I was like much older. Um, I did have some charms on my 3ds for a while, so I guess that's about as close as I got. What What did you have? Um. <laughs> Do you remember what the ones you had? Yeah, I had two. I had a little raccoon because it's my favorite animal, and then I had the old prospector guy from Gravity Falls. I don't oh, know yeah, if you've ever one. watched that show. Yeah, I'm familiar. But I thought they paired paired well. <laughs> I I never had a phone charm because I was such a poser as a kid. I didn't know what I wanted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did Did you have that? Did Did you also lack personality when you were little? Or um, was it just me being being an awkward kid? I think I don't know. I didn't. I don't know that lack personality is the right word, but yeah, I didn't. I was a very quiet kid. I'm still pretty quiet, like outside outside of things like this. So I yeah. I, I don't know that it was that I completely lacked personality, but it was more so that I didn't express it in any way <laughs> or emote very good. I still don't emote very good. Like, I, I, I don't know when the last time I cried was, <laughs> but that's that's where I'm at. Um. Oh, I can tell you the last time I cried. I, I remember that very, very well. I was uh, with my friends at one of my friends' place, and we were very inebriated. <clears throat> hmm. And we were watching a stand-up show. Uh, I think it was James Allister's Netflix special. Mm-hmm. And when heavy drunk, stand-up is really fun. <laughs> As you would not believe how fun it was, how much how much laughter we had. Oh, we will have to try that sometime. I've, um, I don't. I've actually never. Never tried that. I've never have, experienced. Have you never? I've experienced stand up and I've experienced being drunk, but never mm-hmm. at the same time. Have you ever laughed so much you lose strength? Um. Or do you, do you even know what I mean by that? Somewhat, but not not often and not recently. So it's hard to relate to. Okay, so y- you're laughing, and you're laughing so much you you like cannot you know hold your fist anymore. You you cannot flex your muscles because you're laughing so hard. Yeah, uh, you just feel you feel weakened. You feel weak, yes. Like it's <laughs> taking all of your strength to to continue laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, the human body is weird. You can say that again. I could, but that would be a bit redundant. Eyes are wrong. Eyes. Eyes are wrong. How so? They not perfectly spherical and that that creeps me out um okay because they have like what a bulge on the back where they connect or something everything is so wrong about them my friends my best friends are med students and they keep telling me creepy thoughts about the human body and i tell them to stop but they never do (laughs) did you know that when you still a fetus you have four kidneys but then they fuse into two bigger ones um exactly (laughs) And some people, for some people, it doesn't fuse, and they have three and sometimes even four kidneys. Are they as effective, or are they like smaller kidneys that 
they don't work as well. They four half kidneys, which work just as well as two full kidneys. Okay, but, but it's not. It's not like four. It's not like they keep growing and end up being four full-sized kidneys, and then they can give two away and still have their two. No, but his thing. Because that would be awesome. They they grow a bit. They, so it's not perfectly half. It's like point six of a kidney times four. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I that's could just, see that being more useful actually because so heavily disturbing to me i don't know why but when you think about like kidney failure like if it if you just lost one of your four kidneys i feel like you'd be <laughs> fine you know whereas if you lost one of your two kidneys you'd be like oh i need a i i um, i might be in danger here <laughs> so it's, maybe it's maybe we should break them up maybe it's better that way i know what you mean you know your kidney you know Internally bleeding. One is none. You think. Two is two is one. One is none. Two is none. Apart Four is three. Works for everything <laughs> from iPads to kidneys. Yep. <laughs> Are there any more questions or topics you need to talk about? Um, I think we're good. I think we're good on time. I don't know. I guess the only thing we had written down here that we didn't really get into would be what other podcasts do you listen to we touched on it a bit i guess at the end of the show here uh we might as well talk about what podcasts we like and then maybe that'll maybe um someone who's listening to this will then go check out one of those podcasts after this is over let me take a screenshot of my podcasts oh i've got i've got a bunch of random junk that i don't actually listen to on mine so i don't think i'll take a screenshot but i will scroll through it and f- figure out which ones i actually because i'm always in the process of trying new ones here um, you go so i have i have a bunch on here that i haven't even listened to yet but i just put them on here because it's like i might check that one out i am very um, selective while podcasts go into my my list so all right you have hello internet and cortex mm-hmm. and the unmade podcast Yes. Which are three that, if you're listening, and the t- Two Tim's Talking podcast, which... Of course. There's there's four, four podcasts, which, if you're listening to this and you don't know about those four, I I don't know what to, what to say, really. The, Go check them out. The Holy Trifecta and the other one. Right. The Holy Trifecta and the one which you are currently listening to right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then you've got The Pen Attic, which we mentioned is another Relay one. Serial, which arguably like the most successful podcast, or yeah. like w- one of the most successful podcasts, the, the that Godfather exists. of podcasts, if you may. Yeah, and um, you'll see there. There's this one called S Town. S Town is the spiritual second season of Serial. It's from the same company, the same uh, same narrator. It's just a different story. Aren't there? Isn't there already a second and third season of Serial though? There's a third season which is in the same playlist as the serial season one. I know it's weird, for season two they decided to make up a whole new podcast, but it's basically season two of serial. Oh, okay, so that's related, serial, S-Town. I still haven't got around to listening to serial. I I know it's like something that anybody who listens to podcasts should should probably check out. Honestly, if you're gonna, don't bother with season one, just listen to S-Town by itself. It's it's a far more interesting and compelling story than uh, the first one. I'm not saying the first one is bad. Just saying the second one is, is so much better than the first but one. But S-Town is it's 
a different case. It's not related to yeah, the it's a different one. case, completely okay. different. So maybe that's why they chose to go with a separate feed. Uh, so we have concerns. Who is that? We have concerns. Is uh, the the two big boys on the on the cover, uh, Anthony Carboni and Jeff Canada. It's now over. They they had gosh over five hundred episodes, I think. And it was more comedy than than news podcast. Each episode they would read one one article and then do some jokes about it. But it's there just for memory's sake. They stopped, I think, a few months ago. Oh, do you ever go back and listen to old ones, or probably not yet? No, but I should because a lot of them were quite funny. Yeah. Uh, schmucks. Ah yes, schmucks is uh is a podcast by a YouTuber called Psychic Pebbles, if you if you know him. Nope. And they they try to be make it a, a talk show, but Zach, uh, aka Psychic Pebbles is, is such a funny person. It always that devolves into 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 jokes and comedy and it's one of the most fun podcasts I've ever listened to. Hmm. I might have to check that one out. Although I don't know who that YouTuber is, so I might have to check that out. It's it's uh-huh. very dark humor, so be warned. Okay. Um, and then uh, WTF? Yeah, WTF with Mark Maron. I don't know, it, it's not my cup of tea. It's, it's a talk show about Mark Maron, but my best friend loves it. So I thought, what the hey? You know, let's give it a chance. Oh, yeah. See, I've got a few on, on mine that I like that, where it's like, oh, someone uh, mentioned this or recommended this to me, and it's like, so I put it on there, and I haven't... Um, I've either, like, listened to one episode or I haven't got around to it yet. One of those would be th- your last podcast on here that I haven't mentioned is um, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Exactly. Um, I can't remember who it was that that recommended it to me. Was it you when we first communicated? It could or have been me. I... It could have been. I guess it could have been a lot of people because it's, it's a fairly <laughs> popular podcast, I want to say. I don't know yeah. how it's popular, though. It's... It is so long. Yeah, it's not a beginner's podcast. Do not listen to that as your, as your first. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's just, here's a five-hour podcast where this guy talks about the Cold War. Like, about okay. About the Cold War, the Roman Empire, or anything Whatever. history. Yeah. And his, his famous line, I'm not a historian, I'm just a guy that talks about history. Yeah. And he said at some point, he was like, that he's been accused of being addicted to context. <laughs> I, I feel like that's that's fair because cause, yeah, like like the Cold War one, which I heard recently, it was it was actually supposed to just be about the Cuban Missile Crisis. Oh wow! <laughs> um, and he he's like, well, to really understand this, we need to start way back in World War World War Two or something like. He, he gives, like, all of this background information and surrounding it. Like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's it's a bit intense. He is a bit dramatic at times, but that's that's one that someone recommended to me recently, and I can't remember who it was, but it sat in my feed for a long time, and I finally got around to it, like, last month. How long is the Cold War one? I've not listened to it. Uh, let me see. Five hours and 49 minutes perfect the the first one i listened to was the one titled the celtic holocaust yes you too which is a yeah it's that one's uh six hours i i listened to that while on a on a bus trip and it was definitely worth it 
Yeah, I, I mean, I listened to part of that one on a on a bus, and then I got off the bus, and then I went and did something, and then I got back on the bus, and it was like still going, and then I was like at home, like I I don't know. Um, and then you got home and it's still going. Then you had dinner, it's still yeah. going. Then you sometimes slept. you have to pause it and you you pick it back up later. But it's they're they're good, they're worth it. But I I think you you nailed it with saying this is not a beginner's podcast. It's it's almost more like a documentary or Honestly, something. Honestly, I treat that his show as uh, university lectures. It's what it feels like. Yeah, but like like a, a month's worth of lectures. <laughs> wrapped up into one um, podcast which you can try and listen to all the way through or you can listen to it in parts or whatever but yeah you think it has them in one take no no way no you can definitely tell if you really listen to it closely you can tell that there's there's different cuts and stuff but it's 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 better that way it's like hello internet where they they edit it they edit down some of the pauses and things oh what you should have said is it's like two teams talking Or, t- or two Tim's talking, where they edit out all of our, all of the ums and ums and likes, our long pauses where we uh, look up Nokia logos. <laughs> um, yeah, I okay. I guess I'll just run down some. Um, I I primarily listen to Hello Internet, Cortex, Unmade, the Rooster Teeth podcast. RT podcast um, uh, is is one I've probably been listening to the longest. Sort of, um, I would listen to it more like on and off slash watch it because they started doing like full video s- streams when they do new podcasts, mm-hmm. or it's just like them sitting on couches talking. But I, I used to listen to it more on and off, and now I, I that I've gotten more into podcasts, I um, will actually keep up with it. Though they're on like 500 or something, so I I know I haven't heard all of the backlog, but that and then the um, sort of the the gaming branch of or the original gaming branch of Rooster Teeth. Now there's a bunch of different ones, but um, is Achievement Hunter, and there's an Achievement Hunter podcast called Off Topic, which I will also listen to. Um, but it's it's sort of got a lower priority than the uh, the Rooster Teeth one, if I'm short on time the other relay ones that i like would be ungeniused which is that that's the uh the one where they take random wikipedia articles or not random but like weird wikipedia articles and they do like a like a 10 minute overview on it i don't know that one actually i find that one's very good for because it's short and i don't have a lot of podcasts that are short like that Uh, mm-hmm. But it's very good for specific things. So I will, like, I'll usually listen to that one when I'm shaving or something. Okay. Because it's it's just like a 10-minute one that's like... How long does it take you to shave? <laughs> just, well, you know what I mean. Like, as that as opposed to a Hello Internet, which is like an hour and whatever. Okay, fair enough. Or uh, <laughs> Dan Carlin, Hardcore History. Like... <laughs> There's not a lot of activities that I can be like, oh, I'll just, while I'm doing this activity, let me listen to this six-hour podcast. Whereas <laughs> something like like a short activity, like like shaving or brushing my teeth or something, is like, oh, I can listen to this. Ooh, this that's controversial. 10-minute un- ungenius. Do you listen to podcast or, or YouTube while in the bathroom, while brushing your teeth and whatnot? 
Um, not typically, but but when I'm but if if I do, it's usually ungeniused. That's what that's what I would say. I don't listen to podcasts while I shower, which I think is the big controversial one. Um, I I don't know because I listen to to those while while showering, yes, but not while doing anything else in in the bathroom because then I'll brush my teeth for half an hour and and whatnot. You brush your teeth for half an hour. No, but you know you what I mean. Keep because, listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also uh, playing for fun is like a newer relay show that that I've been listening to. It's about like video games. I I think that one's pretty good. And, I remember um, Mike mentioned it in Cortex. Yeah, because it is new. And top four is also one that I. Top four and um, upgrade are ones that I've been trying out. I guess. What else? Oh, um, the Adventure Zone is my D and D podcast of choice. The Adventure there's, Zone. There's several D and D podcasts out there, but the Adventure Zone would be my recommendation. The first, the first like arc of that is very good. I'm not caught up on on the recent stuff, but I will get caught up at some point. Have you heard of that one? No, I I don't listen to any D and D podcasts. I have played the game a total of one time, but <laughs> <laughs> I've played it. I've played it a bunch, but I I recently I've been having a hard time getting a group that will stay together and play it consistently enough to where it's practical. Everyone just has busy schedules, and it's always hard to get people organized. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's, I mean, there's other podcasts, but those, I guess, are, like, the most, I don't know, those are the ones I'm going to mention right now. <laughs> we need to not go on forever. Okay. I listened to the the last episode of Two Tim's Talking, but I, I fell asleep in the last 10 minutes, so I don't know what you do at the end of the episodes. Do you do something at the end? Um, not really. I think we just sort of end them like this. I, I I was low-key hoping there would be some some goodbye tradition or something. I think that if if there was a tradition, it would be like that, where I just said, I think we just end them like this. And then it'll cut. Um, okay, now I like that. Cut, yeah. cut, cut all of this. Cut all of this. <laughs> Go back to the previous time where I said that. Um, okay. Okay, so that's that's a roll, I guess. Yeah. This is fun, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, I know. I kind of want to like keep talking to you, but it's also uh, we're like two hours in, and we're gonna it's gonna get cut down. It'll be less than two hours, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we don't want to have the the um, two Tim talking extravaganza where it's a <laughs> six hour podcast. That's what the Christmas special with Lizzie. <laughs> Oh yeah, maybe that's maybe we'll make the Christmas special like twenty four hours long <laughs> or something. Jeez. 
if I didn't have the babies in my cousin, I, I would really, I, I would uh, talk longer. But I literally, my uncle came to pick me up and I said, okay, wait, I need to get my microphone and my laptop and my charger. And he goes, what, why? I don't understand what's going on. Yeah. And I just had to, you know, oh, don't worry about it. It's just for a thing that I, I have to do. That's all right. We we got through whatever I had planned, and like from here on, it would have just been random, spontaneous stuff, which is good. And sometimes the best stuff comes from that. But mm-hmm. um, we're definitely not like short on time. I should stop recording. Oh um, yeah, we should, yeah. Okay, stop.